Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. It's Tuesday, December 13th. I'm Oscar Ramirez in Los Angeles, and this is The Daily Dive. The labor market remains tight, and employers still need workers to fill their ranks. In order to speed up the process, some companies are dropping a once crucial step, the interview. Places like UPS, Home Depot, and The Gap are dropping it for mostly hourly positions and in places with high turnover and warehousing. Some are offering jobs 25 minutes after applying, and others are making offers 28 to 48 hours after applying. After exhausting other methods to attract workers, some are going with speed. Sarah Cheney Cambon, labor economics reporter at The Wall Street Journal, joins us for what to know. Next, the condiment business is hyper-competitive, and one of the major players in the spice game, McCormick, has been making acquisitions to take over the world of hot sauce. They bought Frank's Red Hot and Cholula Hot Sauce in deals worth millions of dollars each. The past few years have proven to be beneficial for McCormick, as many people stayed in and cooked more at home. But they were not immune to supply chain issues that affected the industry when it came to acquiring key ingredients. Austin Carr, features writer at Bloomberg Businessweek, joins us for the fight for hot sauce supremacy. It's news without the noise. Let's dive in. And, you know, of course, these companies are doing other due diligence, like background checks in a lot of cases still, et cetera. But the fact of the matter is these workers are not having to interview for these jobs and they're getting them incredibly fast. Joining us now is Sarah Cheney Cambon, labor economics reporter at The Wall Street Journal. Thanks for joining us, Sarah. Thanks so much for having me. Well, the job market remains very tight still. Workers are in high demand. When we're talking about blue-collar work, we're seeing a lot of layoff announcements coming from uh, big companies like Amazon, Walmart, Ford. These are hitting more white-collar workers. But right now what we're seeing is, I mean, as I mentioned, just everything's so tight. Companies are really looking at hiring people that they need fast, especially in this uh, as we come up to the holiday season. And what they're doing is, uh, in, in some cases, omitting the job interview. If you apply, you know, maybe in a 24 hours, 48 hours, you're already getting an offer. In some cases, we're looking at places like UPS, The Gap, Home Depot. Um, so, Sarah, tell us a little bit more about what we're seeing with these companies. Right. So, a lot of these companies are skipping the job interview, as you mentioned. And what that means is that applicants are going online, maybe for a warehousing job, let's say at, at UPS, they're going online, they're filling out an application and within minutes, they're receiving a job offer via email. Um, and, you know, of course, these companies are doing other due diligence, like background checks 
in a lot of cases still, et cetera. But the fact of the matter is these workers are not having to interview for these jobs and they're getting them incredibly fast. We've talked about a lot of the different changes that are going on. There are some employers dropping college degree requirements. Sometimes uh, they're not even doing uh, background checks or, you know, really going for whatever the experience that, that they might need. The people just need workers so badly. And you even mentioned that they're doing this in uh, some of the healthcare industry with, uh, with nurses. They're looking at licenses that you might have and saying, okay, this person is qualified. But they're even as going as far as uh, kind of working its way into the healthcare industry. Yes, absolutely. As we know, and I'm sure a lot of people in their own communities are saying that nurses and healthcare workers are in, in super high demand. There's a shortage of workers in that industry. And so some health organizations are um, just using nursing licenses as kind of a, a, a measure instead of job interviews. And um, in terms of other jobs and occupations where we're seeing no interview required. It's a lot of warehousing, retail jobs, jobs that are high turnover that are experiencing shortages still. Yeah. Now let's focus on that a little bit. Let's focus on UPS as a matter of fact, because you wrote mm-hmm. about them specifically in your article. Mm-hmm. And you know, they're not, obviously you, you mentioned where these jobs are. It might not be the big career move. It might be, this is kind of like for expediency. If you need a job right now, there are a lot of things available and you can get them quickly. UPS, for example, they're looking at a lot of package handlers. These are the jobs that they're offering to people without interviews and all that. Absolutely. So UPS um, is kind of one of the the companies that um, was sort of early to do the the no interview required. It started doing it during the pandemic, I believe. And about 80% of UPS's seasonal workers, so that includes the package handlers and some types of delivery drivers, are hired without an interview and they can get a job offer within about 25 minutes of applying. And these, so these are jobs that are in some cases seasonal, in some cases they're, they're permanent jobs as well. Um, they tend to be uh, not like customer facing roles. A lot of companies are continuing to interview for, for those types of jobs. It's, it's more, you know, blue collar warehouse jobs where we're seeing this. Yeah, and for a place like UPS, obviously they get very, very busy during this season right now. They were looking to hire more than 100,000 100, seasonal workers this year. They said it was a little harder to do than last time, but the hourly employee is just such a, an important part of a lot of these companies. And when they're facing high turnover and all that, um, you know, these are pretty important jobs for these companies. Absolutely. I spoke with... Um an executive at a company who basically uses software to kind of speed up the application process for a lot of hourly workers. And he made the point um, that you're kind of getting at that hourly workers, you need them. You need those workers to make the hamburger. You need the workers to process the package, et cetera. And so if companies don't have enough of those workers, they might not be able to meet demand. And it could just kind of trigger this cycle in which employees keep quitting those jobs and companies have to keep trying to fill those vacancies. 
Yeah, we, the last time we got some jobs numbers, we had 10.3 million openings. This is from October. And there was 6.1 million people still looking for jobs. So it's very much in their uh, uh, purview to pick and choose whatever they want. And that's how these companies are competing, right? You know, they've already increased wages. They've offered other benefits. Now it's all about speed. It's like, hey, if you want a job, boom, we're going to give it to you right now. And hopefully you'll come on board with us. Yes, yeah, exactly. I think that, um, like you mentioned, like wages have been going up over the past year, year and a half, and, and that's great, but that can only go so far in terms of attracting these workers. And a lot of hourly workers are, um, you know, applying for a lot of jobs at once. And so if um, someone takes a job quickly, your company loses out on them. So your company really needs to be moving quickly to, to fill those roles. Yeah. Well, it's an interesting look right now. I mean, the jobs are out there. If this is something that you might need, uh, maybe part-time, maybe just you just need something quickly. You know, it, it, it might be something you can be interested in there. Sarah Cheney-Cambon, Labor Economics Reporter at The Wall Street Journal. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me on. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., that's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. You might not realize it, that they're known for ketchup uh, and a ton of, you know, the Heinz sort of 57 brand, but they also own Grey Poupon, A1, Miracle Whip, if you like uh, Leon Perrin's Worcestershire sauce. Joining us now is Austin Carr, features writer at Bloomberg Businessweek. Thanks for joining us, Austin. Thanks for having me. I love stories about food. I love stories about the business of food. And I love me some sauces. So this uh, story was right up my alley. We're going to be talking about McCormick spices. So everybody who's bought vanilla extract, pepper, I mean, a ton of different spices, 
you most likely have bought McCormick's at one point in your life. But this story is about them venturing off into more than just uh, the spice rack. They really big on getting into the sauce game, the hot sauce game specifically. They purchased Frank's Red Hot. They purchased Cholula. They purchased French's Mustard. Uh, which I currently have in my fridge right now. So this is just kind of uh, them looking for lots of growth, lots of expansion, and they really want to uh, to go big on the hot sauce side of things. So, Austin, tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, that's totally right. As, as you noted, McCormick, known for all its seasonings and spices and, and those red caps that you see in your, your grandparents' pantry, but in recent years, they've really going after the sauce market. And yeah, French's, they also own Stubbs Barbecue, they own Old Bay. And they also develop a lot of products for other companies. If you've ever had uh, Cool Ranch Doritos yeah. or Bud Light Lime, they were the, the company behind that, that flavor t- development. But with Hot Sauce specifically and their purchase of, of Frank's Red Hot and Cholula Hot Sauce, that's really going after the, the big, huge growth in the global uh, hot sauce market. In the last six or seven years, we've seen global hot sauce sales rise about 54% to about $5 billion uh, around the planet. Uh, in the U.S. specifically, it's actually the, the the hot sauce market is roughly on par as of the as of last year with ketchup, which is pretty shocking. One would think Heinz ketchup, those sort of major sales are bigger than hot sauce, but hot sauce is a huge growth industry right now, and that explains why McCormick's really going deep on this this love for for low calorie heat that that's really taken off, especially among uh, millennial consumers. Yeah, and as you mentioned in the in the article, right? I mean, this is uh, all the very hyper competitive business, just the sauce market in general, and uh, I. Just like the wording, right? To become big hot sauce, you need to fight big ketchup first. You know, referring to Heinz, just because they have such a a huge uh, control over the market with ketchup specifically. But uh, let's talk about uh, these acquisitions that they made because they're very interesting. I want to throw the dollar amounts out there. They first started off with Frank's Red Hot and French's Mustard. That was kind of a combo deal. And then after that, they went after Cholula. So let's start start with Frank's uh, Red Hot. Then let's get into Cholula. Yeah, the, the deal with uh, French's and, and Frank's, that was actually for $4.2 billion. So in, in the food world, those are gigantic prices. You might yeah. hear about that that sort of investment when it comes to the tech world. And so when, when I when I talked about these purchases with analysts, they, they really consider, compare these things to the equivalent of, you know, when Facebook bought Instagram. It's, it's sort of the, that level of scale that we're talking in terms of the risk, the bet that they're making on these brands. Then fast forward to November 2020, they decided to go after Cholula Hutt sauce for and they, they spent about 800 million dollars and according to our sources they outbid Heinz for that uh, Heinz of course you might not realize it that they're known for ketchup uh, and a ton of, you know the Heinz sort of 57 brand but they also own Grey Poupon a1 Miracle Whip if you like uh, Leon Perrin's Worcestershire sauce you know, they're sort of this arsenal portfolio player in the sauce market, and we're interested in hot sauce just as much as McCormick. But the McCormick put up more money, they bought Cholula, and now they control about a third of the U.S. hot sauce market yeah. between Frank's, which is number one, and Cholula, which is now number two ahead of Tabasco. It's just nuts, really. And, you know, the, the people that were at McCormick's that were trying to get this deal going, they said, hey, you know, we want to go big. We want to do this. They got approval for everybody. They said, go for it. And what was the deal? It was $800 million was the bid that they put down? $800 million uh, cash, cash offer. So this was really a, a deal that was designed to stop a bidding war from happening. In other words, you don't want Heinz counter-offering, uh, you know, and so by, by put, throwing out this big 
offer, you're not going to see another one countering at a billion or two billion. You know, Cholula sells about $100 million of hot sauce a year. So already the multiple there is pretty big, at least in the food world. Um, So this was really a big deal. And since then, they have seen a lot of growth. McCormick has huge distribution channels with restaurants around the country, uh, with retailers like Walmart and Amazon. And so for them to sort of go from take this Cholula, which is was owned by a private equity firm and, you know, wasn't a portfolio play beforehand, and now throw it into all these restaurants, whether that's in bottles or in what are called sachets. Those are those little squeeze packs you see when you tear them open and pour it on your your, your chicken wings or fries. And uh, you're going to see that a lot more in the coming years, especially in grocery stores. That's why I love these stories, right? You kind of uh, uh, grow to love certain brands and then, yeah, you start seeing it in certain restaurants and you're seeing it everywhere. And you kind of don't know the history behind it. And and in some cases, who makes uh, or who owns these properties, right? Because for Cholula specifically, McCormick's doesn't put any of their branding on it, which is, I mean, it's probably smart on their side, right? They just want to keep it in the minds of the consumers. This has always been Cholula. It comes from Mexico, all this stuff. So they don't even put their branding on there. That's correct. And, and, and that's actually, a, it's a pretty smart branding opportunity. I mean, when you think about it, you go to the grocery store, you look at that huge shelf of condiments and sauces uh, and dressings, and you're really choosing not just the taste, but also sort of the memory of that brand. The, the sort of dispensing mechanism is very important. How the bottle looks, the cap. That's why with, with Cholula, a lot of people know it as much for the flavor of that sort of spicy sauce uh, that sort of goes with anything flavor, but they also know it for that distinctive wooden cap, the the sort of slender glass bottle. And if you look at a lot of the other big companies, you know, we think of Hellman's Mayo, you know that blue and white jar, but you might not know it's owned by Unilever. You know, Sir Kensington, which is sort of fancy mayo and ketchup, also owned by Unilever. And with, you know, uh, you could think of Hunt's Ketchup, Golden's Mustard, Wishbone Dressing for Ranch. Those are all owned by ConAgra, another big food giant. So a lot of these companies out there, they realize the benefit of making these products almost seem like independent, family-run, bespoke brands when they're actually these sort of giant food conglomerates. <laughs> right. They're sort of partnering up. So when you go to a ski resort or a, a buffet line, you see their brands all together at the end of the uh, the food aisle rather than Kraft or Unilever or McCormick or ConAgra. They're all going after each other for those mix of flavors that they want consumers to lust after. Sure. And, and as you mentioned earlier, right, McCormick's had its hand in making, developing other things, Bud Light Lime and Cool Ranch Doritos. What am I favorite ones too. I had no, no, no clue they had a hand in that. I did want to talk about the pandemic, supply chains and COVID, all that, because that's an interesting thing too. They were seeing a lot of increase in sales at US stores. Obviously people were cooking at home, needed to stock up their pantries. They did have all these deals with restaurants and some of that dried up, but the sales for grocery stores was increasing so much. And then they ran into the supply chain issues for a lot of their stuff, turmeric, which they need for the mustard, just a ton of different things on the uh, different angles on this front. So tell us about that. It was a really fascinating thing. I mean, I think at the beginning of the pandemic, rewind the clock. I know it's, it's been so many years at this point, but back to that February, March period when no one quite knew how big of a threat the COVID-19 situation would be. And for McCormick, they're seeing restaurants close. They're seeing factories close. And, and this could be a really disruptive force in their industry. But then the opposite happened. All of a sudden, as you noted, sales of turmeric, which a lot of people use for, for health reasons or because it's what gives the yellow color to, to spicy 
yellow mustard and French's broth because people were cooking soup at home, baked goods like vanilla, all these things taking off. So at, at this real whiplash moment for McCormick where they have to keep up with the demand at the same time as all these factories are closing, it was a real crazy few months uh, going on to a year and specifically with turmeric. The U.S. almost ran out of mustard for a time. Uh, they were running low on their reserves for some of the ingredients like turmeric that goes into French's, partly because ocean freight, all those ocean freighters were either not running or closed down or over capacity. So they actually had to rush an emergency air cargo shipment of turmeric, and it landed inadvertently in Baltimore instead of at a French's factory in Missouri. So they had to hire all these truckers overnight to drive it a thousand miles to the French's factory in time for a production run. Otherwise, uh, who knows, we might not have mustard on our, <laughs> our hot dog, which sounds small, but for right. a lot of people, these are comfort foods. And, and that was a big deal during the pandemic, especially if you're your parents with kids at home and you got to keep them entertained with food. Yeah, I, I mean, that sucks for, you know, McCormick's the parent company at this point for all of this it sucks for them to have to go through that. But I, man, I kind of love hearing that, uh, you know, the scramble, right? For consumers, we don't really know what's going on. You might hear there's a shortage of this or that, but this was the scramble to get people the products that they know and love and want. So what's next for McCormick's, at least with uh, this growth potential into hot sauces and other sauces and all these acquisitions they're looking for? What's next for them? You know, I think what's next is now that they have this massive buildup of brands that are all owned by the same company, but seemingly run independently, at least when it comes to grocery sales, you're going to see a lot more mashups. You know, um, Heinz, for example, they're (laughs) they're doing a lot of mashup products. So it's not just ketchup anymore, but they mix it with, you know, all types of, uh, I think they have Ketchelli, so, uh, you know, Heinz ketchup, mayo, they have mayo chop, honey racha, tar chop, cranch, so it sort of blends of ketchup and ranch dressing and uh, sriracha and, and, and so forth. <laughs> Buffer and Ranch you're gonna see, was one of them <laughs> Buffer Ranch, another yeah. one, a part of what Heinz calls their innovation agenda. And so uh, what you might see in the, the coming years are perhaps some mashups between Cholula and French's. So you have a sort of spicier mustard or, you know, Old, Old Bay, uh, which is that popular Baltimore seafood seasoning that's mixed with hot sauce these days, very popular. And so maybe there's going to be more of that. And so the question is, how far do you take that before it sort of ruins some of the brand cachet? Do you want Cholula showing up on Taco Bell menus at McDonald's and so forth? On the other hand, I think a lot of people might like that stuff because, you know, everyone's hungry and, and, and these types of products, they can really go on anything. Yeah, I mean, those sauce mashups really uh, can be intriguing and uh, you know, a pleasant surprise when it really works with, you know, whatever you're dipping in, uh, chicken wings, whatever it can be. So, yeah, it's a, just a fun story. There's a lot of details about McCormick's and some of their history we couldn't get into for this. But I suggest everybody read Austin's piece on all of it. Austin Carr, features writer at Bloomberg Businessweek. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. And if your listeners have a chance, I know one product that McCormick was really proud of in terms of a mashup with French's flavored craft beer and French's flavored ice cream. And they're, they're convinced it's a big flavor out there. So uh, go try it if you're curious. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, Austin. Thank you. That's it for today. Join us on social media at Daily Dive Pod on both Twitter and Instagram. Leave us a comment, give us a rating, and tell us the stories that you're interested in. Follow us on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This episode of The Daily Dive is produced by Victor Wright and engineered by Tony Sorrentino. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this was your Daily Dive. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.